0: we
1: You hear the music, you know the show. You're listening to of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, so living like it matters. And what matters to me? Um, the World Series is over. Did you know that? <laughs> it, it, it's over. I mean, in the blink of an eye, it was here. I'm not sure many people cared. They should have cared, as I told you before. Because, hey, it, you don't care about it. So take it away. Now they didn't take it away; it just went away. Royals, of course, came out on top. I, I, you know, I was just, you know, just because I had to pick somebody, I was going for the Mets. But uh, it's over. The World Series is over. But I tell you, what's not over? The National Football League season is not over. As a matter of fact, we're just getting into the meat of it, almost halfway there. Um, and there's uh, there's some good things going on. Great game last night. You know, some uh, some good games over the weekend and. Uh, and there's some college things going on. The Buckeyes, of course, had a break. Uh, well, I don't know if they got a break. You know, they got themselves in a little bit of trouble. We'll talk a little bit about that. The Philadelphia Eagles, of course. uh Wow, well, I don't know what to say about my former team or or the Cleveland Browns. But I got Chef Julian out there who's going to give me a chance to let me know what's cooking in the Hall of Fame city in the heart of it all. Chef Julian, what's going on out there, man?
2: Uh it's feeling a little blue for a second, you know, um, uh the Browns, the Browns are not doing too good. Uh, just had a, a problem with Josh McCown. He's prob- he's probably going to sit out for Thursday. Uh, they say he might have broken ribs. I don't know, but he took a big hit. He was taking big hits uh, this Sunday. Could have could have put him out this uh, for Thursday. They're getting Johnny Menzel ready. Uh, also, the, of course, the Buckeyes. Um, there's a some trouble brewing there so i don't think uh cleveland or ohio fans are really happy today
1: yeah let, let's talk a little bit about that that ohio state incident because you know you got a young man who is you know out there who is you know living a life as a college student uh he's a student athlete so of course he's been held to a different standard than, than some other student athletes out there and uh you know just got his opportunity to come back as a starter. And now uh, he's, he's, you know, because of his actions, uh, he's lost that opportunity to be the starter. I don't even know if when he comes back, if if 12 gauge gets in and, you know, all of a sudden, you know, has an outstanding game. Do do you go back? So uh, I guess urban Meyer felt the need that he had to suspend him. Although I don't think according to the rules that he had to suspend him, but I just think that he just took it upon himself to, to do this. Uh do you think um suspension was deserving uh for the one game because of the uh DUI?
2: It was deserving and I think that if he did not suspend him, it would bring out the wrong message. It would it would basically say that because they're he's a student athlete and he's the starting quarterback of the best team in the nation, then He should then he should just be uh, exonerated from that. Then they should just get rid of that. They should just let it slide. But it's a good thing. I think it's a good thing that Urban Meyer uh, had him sit for have him sit for this game coming up on Saturday, Uh, um, and also just let him know like hey. Just because you're the starting quarterback does not mean you're invincible. Sorry. Suppose
1: suppose you're the president of your class at at uh, at, at the university, and and you get a DWI, are, are you suspended?
2: I would I would expect that they would suspend you. Yes,
1: they would suspend you as the president of the class at the university. Uh, you would get suspended for a DUI. I wonder if a president of a class has ever been cited for a DUI. That that would be interesting because I, I'm I'm actually uh, working on something very interesting myself. Um, I'm not going to share with everybody, but, but but I'm I'm working on some material, let me just say that. Uh, which, that is a question to me. You know, you have these young men every day of which, you know, are being held to standards of which, um, and I'm not condoning this. I, I'm just looking at the irony of it all is that you have other people who are in, you know, similar situations in terms of, let's say, just age and, and responsibility out on their own, away from their home and, and doing some things, but yet still these uh, these young people uh, are being held to a, a different standard. And really, the only thing is is because of their, is their job. It's, I mean, it's, I'm calling the it job. It's not really a job. It's just because of what they do. And so we want to hold them to a higher standard because of what they do. And I think a lot of times, and I believe me, I'm all for being a role model, but I you know, but clearly, who defines the rules? What's the role? <laughs> you know, I've said this for years, and and i each time something comes up that's kind of puzzling to me because I lived in the dormitory. I mean, I, I, on the left, the right, the front, there was nothing in the back but the windows. There were people getting trashed all the time. You know, they aren't they role models to their family members, to their friends, to society. What happens when they when something, you know, when they get a DUI? What happens to them? And I'm not condoning DUIs because drinking and driving don't go hand in hand. So let's let's move away from that a little bit. But 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 in terms of the football team, uh, I don't think that that should have an effect on the football team. I for one, if you recall, Chef Julian, I didn't think that he should have done anything to change from the way he was running the team from the beginning. I didn't see a need to at least I mean change. Even though the, you, you got the production in the red zone, you had to get the ball to the red zone. So if you got the production in the red zone from JT, how did the ball get to the red zone in order for JT to be productive? Somebody had to get it there. So 12-gauge had to be doing something. But anyway, as that, you know is the case, are you okay? Because now he's got to go back to 12-gauge to be the starting quarterback, then he's going to come back to JT. Is that, is that the way you see this thing working out?
2: Um, I think so. I mean, it all depends on how Cardell plays. He, he, they always said that he will, Urban Meyer said that, that Cardell Jones can have a a chance to get his uh, starting job back. And this is it. But, but I just want to make one more comment. Uh, j t Barrett most people will get it. you know it's college you're going to drink. some people get that um, but one thing that they that everyone urges you, even these alcohol companies that provide you with the alcohol that you are indulging in, drink responsibly, don't operate or drive heavy machinery when you're drinking this stuff. Because it impairs your judgment and your vision.
1: And I agree with you, Chef. You you are 200% correct. And I am by no way whatsoever am I condoning the fact that he should have been drinking and driving. I'm just really speaking to the matter of the punishment. What was the punishment for? Was the punishment for drinking and driving? Well, that was handled by the law. If, if if the punishment had something to do with who he is and what he represents, then, again, to me, from my experience, it's like you just hold some people to a different standard than you hold others. And I think sometimes just this pedestal of a platform of, again, entertainment, uh, I think sometimes they just are, you know, putting too much on it. I mean, just because you play football... Or basketball or baseball, does that really make you this, you know, iconic person that is, you know, perhaps maybe better to lead than other people? You may be better to lead on the football field, but that's what he proved. He proved on the football field that that's where you should expect him to be superior to others, not necessarily off of the football field. And so because of that, you know, again as we'll talk about a little bit later down the line, when somebody doesn't perform the way they should perform on the football field or in the case of the Notre Dame game where a guy makes head contact with a person uh, and then he is, there are consequences to be suffered. Those consequences are suffered on the field. You are ejected from the football game. Uh, if you're not performing well, then you get sit down and somebody else starts in your place. But that other stuff... Hey, that's that's off the field. That's all. I'm just throwing that out there, just to look at it from another perspective. And just there may be some people who feel like I do. There may be others because I know there's a lot of people out there because I was on social media myself, and there were different people, and they were saying, "Okay, judge not, thee not be judged." Because what were you doing at 21? You just didn't get caught. Okay, what were you doing at 22? You just didn't get caught. And I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying should that have happened was if you did if the rules didn't say you had to suspend him should he have been you know suspended because now looking at your football team you have yourself in that predicament of going back and forth with your quarterbacks when you indeed had already made the decision that you were going to go with him and then this happened so you can continue with your point if you want to come back on that one or if you just, you know, want to let it go. But you may have an opinion, and you deserve to speak your opinion. So go right ahead, Chef. If you think, no, Urban did the right thing, you know, it should have been done if it was any team, then I may or may not agree with you. And I'm not saying I agree or disagree. I'm just having a conversation. Mm
2: -hmm. I I totally agree with that. Like, he should have did something.
1: Okay. And again, uh, listen, Urban and the Ohio State University wants to step out and uh, they want to be leaders. They don't want to be followers. You know, they want to do the right thing. I believe they want to do the right thing. Um, And and so this probably, without a doubt, is the the best thing to do. It certainly puts ethics above, you know, wins and losses because, you know, and again, suppose they were playing Alabama this weekend. Suppose they were playing, uh, you know, Iowa this weekend. Suppose they were playing Michigan this weekend. If the rule did not call for him to be suspended, and we were playing Iowa, Michigan, or Alabama, or TCU, would Urban had suspended him? I mean, he suspended. He didn't just bench him. He suspended him. He's not going to play. Would that have happened if we were playing any of those four teams?
2: I I think I think I think so. I mean, Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer has a wants to make a point to these kids that they just can't go out and do whatever they want. You know, they have to stay within the rules, you know, and he, he suspended almost half of his starters, the first week of school, the first game of the season for violating team rules. So I don't think he has any problem with suspending them no matter how big the game is. All right, Chef Julian. Listen, we're going to have to take a break. Uh,
1: you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like a matter, Chef Julian with me from the Hall of Fame City, and we'll be right back after this message.
3: Your internet flagship station for sports. It's America Sports Perfect Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports.
1: you hear that music? You know the show, Mr. Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm Anthony living like it matters, and uh, what matters to me is well, the World Series is over. Uh, it was here and it was gone. Kansas City did a great job. They obviously, you know, won it in five, I believe it was, and um, you know, of course, everybody was hoping six, seven games. Uh, it's it's one of those things. Whereas uh, it's it's America's pastime, and it was pastime. It was just one of those that, for some reason or another, and the numbers have been down. I'm, I I heard it on one of the big boy shows that the numbers have been down, uh, but it just it wasn't you know, the Dodgers wasn't there, the, the Yankees weren't there. The match was good, but the Royals, I don't know, they just don't bring enough fanfare with them. So, uh, but it was some it was some good exciting baseball. That's the thing about it. That's all you have to do. The numbers may not be there, but if it's exciting, then the next time around, people will come because they know they've missed something. That's the, the, the problem is not the fact that it wasn't exciting. That's not the problem. The problem was it just enough or more people didn't tune in, but because it was exciting, the next time more people will tune in. It's just that when the, when the, when the show isn't worth the price of the ticket, you got a problem. But the show was worth the price of the ticket. People just didn't buy it. But next year, they will. So anyway, let's get back to a little bit. Uh, shout out to uh, Andrew Zink at The Trust. You know, Andrew actually gave me a call when I was just about to jump on the show. I told him I had to do the show and I'd give him a call back. But, uh, you know, let me just say this for those folks uh, who don't know. The Trust is a new entity that was, um, I guess it was uh, given life through a collective bargaining agreement between the National Football League and the NFLPA, the Players Association. Uh, It is a organization of which serves uh, former players um, in various areas of their life, you know, uh, just as it relates to uh, issues that you deal with as a former player from every aspect, a holistic perspective, you know helping you with your your health and welfare your uh financial literacy you know education uh, personal development all these things uh, the trust is there to assist us players in and and so i appreciate those folks over there uh taking care of me and uh and maria also does a, an outstanding job uh maria actually works for one of the consulting firms that works with the trust but uh but uh, thank you for calling, Andrew, and I will be back in touch with you. So, anyway, uh, Chef Julian, let me just say to you, uh, I want to talk a little bit about my my Cleveland Browns because uh, I believe Johnny Football is going to be thrown into action. And, again, it's a situation unlike the Buckeye situation where we're going back and forth with the quarterbacks. But, again, a quarterback is getting a chance, again, to make an appearance this time due to injury. But... I mean, based upon what just happened to Johnny a couple weeks ago with this domestic violence allegedly issue, he's now going to get a chance to get into the game. Prior to that, he he had gotten the appearance to play, and he showed you know a little a little bit of you know I don't know you might say I, I'm not going to say greatness, but certainly he showed that he is competitive, and and so he showed that perhaps maybe he might deserve a chance and this happens sometimes due to injuries, people get a chance. Johnny Manziel was going to get a chance this Thursday. If Johnny does not excel, is Johnny done? Because he's, he's got too much history. And now it's, it's kind of like, this wasn't that he you know, necessarily you know, won this opportunity or earned this opportunity, but he has this opportunity. If he doesn't perform well, is he done? And then if he does perform well, do you stick with him? So go ahead, Chef Julie. If he performs well, you know, do you stick with him? Or is he you know, if he doesn't perform well, is he done? You go ahead and take over that.
2: I don't think if he doesn't perform well, he's done. I mean he's facing the top one of the top four teams in the league on Thursday, so I don't know if he's gonna be done if he if he doesn't do well. But I think if he just if if he doesn't show any promise, it could lead to some trouble. I mean quarterbacks come in in and out of this league uh it's the most it's the most unpredictable uh position in the league uh so to show that you can be a franchise uh quarterback for years to come in the short amount of time it's asking a lot but Great players can get, are able to do that. You know, uh, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Drew Brees—they were able to do that. They, but
1: uh, well, I, 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 I don't. Ho well, ho 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 ho. Jeff Julius,
2: comparing them to, them. yeah, yeah, okay, I'm yeah, them them.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's not bring those names up in the conversation of Johnny Manziel. We're just trying to find a, a, a football player here uh, that you know is a football player that can play at a level of a starting quarterback to at least lead his team to a couple playoff appearances and perhaps even a little deeper maybe to an AFC championship game. You know, we're not talking about a guy who's going to win multiple Super Bowls and, and end up in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I don't think that's what the expectations are of Johnny. But certainly the expectations of Johnny was that, He could come in and be the quarterback for the Cleveland Browns, lead this team to victory, win some division uh, championships, and get into the playoffs. That's what I'm asking is can he come, if he comes in this weekend, this week, I mean Thursday, if he stinks to join up, are we done with him? And if he comes in, and he performs well and wins the game, do we stick with him and ride it out? So don't bring those, please don't bring those other guys into the conversation with Johnny because that's not him.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, well, not technically. I didn't mean to say them. I, I, I guess like a Mark Sanchez, you know, I mean, without losing his job, you know, he took them, he was able to take the Jets to two straight AFC championship games, like something like that. If he was, if he's able to show that he can be that person to take them towards the promised land, not all the way to the promised land, but towards it, you know, get a little sample of the promised land, uh, then maybe, maybe he could be the starter for the Cleveland Browns for years to come.
1: Well, I mean, because that's what Cleveland really has been looking for. I mean, as close as we ever got, of course, there was, you know. Uh, Well, Bernie. Bernie took us, as far as we've ever been, to AFC Championship games. You know, Uh, I think Brian Seip, I don't even think when they lost to the Raiders, I don't think, you know, uh, of course, uh, I don't think they got to the AFC Championship game. But they may have. I could be wrong there. But certainly Bernie uh, has been the uh, most notable quarterback who has taken them uh, in the uh, present-day formula of a Super Bowl, taking them to AFC Championships. And and I think when, when Johnny was acquired... That's what they were thinking. The fan base was thinking they've got a chance to go back 30 years and fast forward to today. The excitement of 30 plus years ago to fast forward it, and I guess it will be 30 years, you know, next football season to fast forward to that. And that Johnny might bring that kind of excitement back to the city and the team where they're competitive and you can go to the game and you expect the Browns to win. The Cardiac Kids, you expected them to win. You didn't leave the stadium when the Cardiac Kids and Brian Saip and Ozzie Newsome and and, and, and those guys were, were on the football field. You didn't you didn't leave the stadium. And and I'm wondering, uh you, you know, you said that if he you know, we give him a chance. You said if he doesn't do well, we're done with him. So he goes back to the bench. We know he's not the man. We're looking for another quarterback. If he comes in and he does well, let's say if he wins, in your opinion, does he start the next week?
2: Um, I think he. Pro- I think maybe probably he will. You know, because uh, they've been in a, in a downward spiral ever since their last win. So. Uh, I think that if he does come in and show that he can lead this team to victory, maybe they want to see if he could lead him lead them to another victory, especially if it's over an undefeated team. He'll definitely win the job if he wins this game.
1: And so you're saying that one victory, uh, I believe, it was a Cam Newton. Uh, uh, who are they playing this? Uh, who are they
2: playing? I'm oh, sorry.
1: Uh, Cincinnati Bengals. I'm sorry, Cincinnati. I didn't mean uh Cam just, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm looking at my notes wrong here. I will get back to Cam. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals, of course. Okay. And just as a rival in the division, um, you know, doing well. Uh, you know how I already feel about Marvin. You know, Marvin's just teasing those people down there. You know, Marvin, for him, it's it's AFC Championship, Super Bowl, you know, with AFC Championship, or he or he should be done. You know, because he hasn't really done anything with the team. Uh, He consistently wins, but playoffs and, you know, make an appearance, and he's done. Um, So, uh, I I would say that, I mean, do you really think he stands a chance? Even if it wasn't, Johnny, do the Browns really stand a chance against the Bengals, who are doing damn good?
2: I mean, as a Browns fan, is it mean of me to say no? Like...
1: (laughs) <laughs> I mean, what, what we 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 here? What we got to be? We 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 on, on this on this show. What we got to do is we got to we can't speak with our heart. We got to speak with our heads. And realistically, yeah. do the Browns really have a chance to beat the Bengals? And everybody stands a chance. That's why you play the game. You play the game to win. Shout out to my man Herman yeah, I, Edwards.
2: I mean, they have a very little chance of winning. I mean, the only thing that can happen is if Andy Dalton goes back to. The old Andy Dalton, and not the Andy Dalton that we're seeing in these games, throwing for touchdowns and big, big plays, and that we've been seeing the whole time. You know, uh, so if they get that Andy Dalton, that Andy Dalton that comes in on a bad day, the old Andy Dalton, then maybe they're maybe they're going to get it. But but the,
1: but game. one thing we got to think about, Chef, is you know I'm going to I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you to elaborate a little bit on this. We have got about two minutes. Johnny Manziel is just one man. Now, one man can make his team better. And that's what good quarterbacks do. Good quarterbacks make their team better, i.e., Tom Brady. So think about that. You know, it's not just Johnny, there's a whole lot of other people on that Cleveland Browns football team that's going to have to play well. And you got about 30 seconds to tell me who you think can contribute to Johnny beating the Cincinnati Bengals, who's going to step up, possibly step up. You know, you know, Mac is already. You know, is Mac injured? The center, Mac, uh, he, he, you know, he's committed to the team. But, you know, hell, uh, you know, I guess he's on the wire. Uh, they've been talking about the best lineman they have. So, um, who's going to step up? We got about thirty seconds for you to tell me that. We got to go to break.
2: Brian Hardline and Duke Johnson. They are the keys to this game.
1: I well, I I like Brian. Brian Brian has always been a, a good steady uh you know guy. Um Brian surprised he and got Gary some
4: de- I mean, I'm sorry
1: about that. Okay, Brian's got some deceptive speed too. You know, he's not a guy just uh, a possession receiver. He's got some deceptive speed. And uh we're going to talk about another guy who's got some deceptive speed. One of them, Ohio State Buckeyes last night dropped that pass. But that's okay. We'll give him a pass. You listen to Rail of Sports. We're going to take a break. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Chef Julian is with me from the Hall of Fame City. We're going to take a break, and I think D'Angelo may be with us on the other side. Come back.
3: Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice of America Sports. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, Blackberry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, Blackberry App World, or Android Market. Your Internet flagship station for sports.
4: Voice America Sports.
1: Right, you hear that music, you know the show. Is the Railroad Network, American Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. Uh, what matters to me, again, the World Series is over. Uh, Kansas City, of course, won. Uh, it, close your eyes. It was here and gone. Uh, too bad the American people didn't tune in, uh, in in record numbers like they should have. Great baseball, but again, it, it, it's baseball. Uh, but I want you to know the games were good, and so therefore perhaps maybe... Uh, tune in because it's worth the price of the ticket next time and uh I mean these guys uh work very hard throughout their entire lives uh to make it to the World Series um and uh it's 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 no different than the Super Bowl and NBA championship um Olympic gold medal uh it's it's one time in a lifetime that the majority of people that get a chance to participate you get some who have multiple rings but most of them just have one so Shout out to those uh, Kansas City Royals. And uh, the Mets were putting on the best show they possibly could as well because you know they were trying to win. Uh, but we're going to go a little bit further and, and talk a little bit more about the National Football League. Of course, there was a game on last night. And, uh, you know, joining myself uh, and Chef Julian is uh, D'Angelo. And D'Angelo, uh, man, there was a game on last night. And, it was, of course, you didn't blink uh, because uh, there was no reason for you to blink. Uh, it was a damn, damn good football game, and and two, uh, two first pick, not first rounders, but two first picks uh, from the draft, uh, competing with each other, and uh, it went right down to the wire. And uh, again, Andrew Luck kind of r- Luck ran out on him again, uh, and and Cam uh, ended up shining. But uh, what did you think about the ball game last night?
4: Well, you got it right. His luck ran out again, and at this, I think. Again, you know, the Panthers winning shouldn't surprise many people, but maybe more of a bigger statement is Newton's a better quarterback. And, you know, I would say, yeah, definitely after this season. And, you know, it's crazy to think that that's even a a conversation, but just how expectations were for Andrew Luck coming in and how he struggled. And, I mean, that game kind of really said how far maybe Cam Newton is right now above Andrew Luck. And, And so, wait,
1: I missed a little bit at the beginning, In terms of your assessment of Andrew Luck, could you reiterate that again? What What are you saying about Andrew?
4: Well, I mean, you got to think that Cam Newton is the better quarterback. You would take him on your team because Andrew Luck's just struggling. There, there are a lot of excuses that been put out: injury, offensive line, all of those things. But at the end of the day, he's not performing, and. I
1: would agree. I would agree with you on that. If that was the point that you were making, I would agree with you on that. And I'm curious uh, uh, to get a comment from Chef Julian. Uh, of course, uh, Cam has come out, and everybody had high expectations of him. Uh, but Andrew Luck had come out, and he was a first ballot Hall of Famer already. <laughs> uh, what's your take on that, Chef Julian? Is it is it uh, as, has he not lived up to the billing, or is it uh, too early in his career to say that?
2: Uh, it's funny because they had high expectations for Andrew Luck, and lot, there with a lot of doubters of Cam Newton being that he was just a first-year man that just had a really big season. Uh, I think that Andrew Luck, it's not that he is... Coming out and showing that he was never a great player in the first place. It's just, I think that he's having a really bad season this season, just with turnovers. Uh, turnovers was always a key uh, for him, a problem for him. Um, but it's just, it just is all coming together in one bad season for Andrew Luck, and where is it? it's the exact opposite for Cam Newton. Yeah, he has problems targeting. Uh, with overthrown balls or underthrown balls, but uh, he's been playing better than uh, he's played in most seasons. Almost as good as he was in his rookie season, where he broke almost all kinds of records for rookie quarterbacks.
1: Yeah, uh, and D'Angelo, let me let me uh, let me come back to you, D'Angelo, on that about uh, you know a little bit about Andrew Luck, and then of course uh, about Cam Newton. Uh, Andrew has thrown an awful lot of interceptions. And uh, I I think he's basically uh, in a position, whereas I I think that has to be in his head mentally. Uh, Do do you think uh, because on one of the big boy shows this morning, I actually heard a comment about where, uh, you know, he looked defeated at times. Uh, Do you think, you know, mentally, emotionally, his preparation going into these games that that he himself may be listening to the media and be somewhat concerned about his performance and it actually affecting him on the field?
4: You know that's the danger. I mean, I you know I'm not one to know, but I can I can speak on some players uh, here who talk about that. Uh, and I work on a show here where I, I get a lot of FaceTime with uh, Michael Robertson and Nate Rob- Nate Burleson. and Mike Robb, But he spoke about a time when uh, both of them spoke about a time where one did pay attention to the media and one didn't, and how that affected them. So that's definitely something that players struggle from. And I mean, to say if Andrew Luck uh is doing that it's hard to say but I mean you you look at one of his interceptions when he threw that second interception, he just stayed on the ground for a little bit longer and you know, he just you know, he felt that one you could tell and you could tell maybe that it is maybe taking an effect on him. And he's noticing that he's throwing a lot of interceptions. I mean I mean it was it was a tough game and great granted not great conditions. It was rainy, all of those things, but at the end of the day, it's about how you perform, and I mean, you gotta. Yeah, I, I, I what Chef Julian said is great. Uh, great. I think Andrew Luck has regressed. I mean, point blank, he hasn't improved. Cam Newton is a guy who is improving every year, uh, and is showing that this year as well, and doing it with lackluster talent around him.
1: Yeah, and you know, uh, Andrew Luck also. Uh, you know, of course, we want to. We want to. Uh, you know, just uh, shout out and and praise Cam for the success he's having this year, particularly whenever you can do something that a franchise has never accomplished ever. You know, as a former player, I always want to applaud a person for uh, reaching that type of monumental success, and, th- and that's what Sam, Cam has done. Uh, they've won more games at this time of the year than they've ever. They've never been 7-0, and so I'm so happy for it. One other thing about Cam Newton, and I, I'm not sure that everybody knows this, but I applaud Cam Newton so much because... When Cam, I don't care who gets the touchdown, Cam goes and asks if he throws the ball most of the time on the pass or if he runs it in, Cam takes that ball and gives that ball to a fan. I think on the first time you put a ball into the stands, it might be something like a, a $500, $1,000. But when Cam is done, if they're fining him as much as I think they are, He's making a hell of a contribution to some charity out there, <laughs> you know, because every ball he puts up. And it's not just throwing it because he kind of tosses it. And still people, you know, they're fighting for the ball and everything. But let me just let me let me just say, Andrew, Luck. I mean, I, I've been a person in National Football League come in and, you know, everybody who comes in, if you get a chance to start. I'm sorry. Before you got there, the year before you got there, somebody else was starting. It just all right. depends upon whose position that you would, you know, you eventually inherit. Because I don't like to say no, anybody takes anybody's position uh, because I just just out of respect because we're, we're admiring these people. So, of course, I I don't want to talk badly or or I'm not going to be braggadocious about taking somebody's position that that I admired. So let's forget about that. Let's say that they inherit these positions. This man inherited Tom, uh, I mean, uh, Peyton Manning's position. There has to be a lot of pressure on him about that as well, Angelo. So, you know, that along with the interceptions, you know, at some point in time, this person is a, a human being, uh, but he's got to relax because everybody at some point in time has replaced somebody who maybe was a great player, all pro player, you know, uh, Peyton was one of those people, but I, I think that's just some added pressure. So, so, let me, so let me just ask you this, Angelo, um, what are we going to be satisfied with from Cam Newton this year? What we what will we be satisfied with? Where we'll say, okay, well, okay, that, that that's that's pretty good. What's going to be pretty good know. for Cam Newton at this time?
4: Well, it's, that's a good question because I mean, I mean, obviously, I'm I'm kind of high on the guy uh, because I feel like he he's got a great deal of uh, scrutiny in his in his short career. I mean, granted, you know, a lot of his college you know antics didn't help with that. Uh, but you see a guy, I feel like, has matured quite a bit. Uh, but I think. Um, I think them making it. I mean, it's already quite impressive at 7-0 you know, when they play Green Bay this Sunday. So uh, we'll see how they perform if he if he can show out in that game too. And that'll be a big statement. But I think that team making it to uh, uh, the NFC Championship or the Super Bowl will be one that's not far fetched Far It would be great for his legacy.
1: Uh, Chef Julian, uh, just you know, from your perspective, uh, is making it to uh, the, the championship or to the Super Bowl is is that you know make it or break it for cam or just making it to the playoffs do you think some people will say well okay that's okay for cam for for this year or does he have to make it for this year to be okay and for us to say oh, oh, all right okay that's decent uh that's what we expected is it the championship game or the super bowl or is it just the playoffs for cam i think
2: that's going to be the goal for him it makes making it to the NFC Championship game, and here's why. He has already won a wild card game. He's already won uh, at least one playoff game, and he's already made it to the divisional round. He just didn't win the divisional round. All he has to do, I think one thing he wants to do is keep improving, and it's obvious uh, by by the way he's playing. So I think winning the divisional round, the round in which he was eliminated from last year, I think that would uh, boost his confidence up a lot more.
4: Yeah, And, and you in- can't start 7-0. and You can't start 7-0 and not, you know, like that. You're, I mean, great success, but also higher expectations now. You're a 7-0 football team. Uh, assuming you, I mean, the Atlanta Falcons, Atlanta Falcons are right behind them, but, you know, all he has to do is win one division around round if they win the division to make it to the championship. That's funny, one playoff game, you, you got to, that has to be part of the expectations because if they go whatever 12 and four, 13 and three and lose their first game, that's a disappointing season.
1: Well, that, that there's no doubt about that, that there is no doubt about it. And so that's what, you know, winning just brings about the expectation of more winning. People are not just, you know, satisfied with one uh, victory and particularly in the playoffs, you know, you start, you go into the playoffs and, and you win your division, you come in and you're hot, you're what's cooking. Uh, they <laughs> it, it, you. They expect you to deliver a great meal. So, uh, I, I, I'm just happy uh, for Cam. He's one of the players, uh, and I think sometimes these he, people are critical of him because of, uh, I guess, his extended entertainment and celebration. But <laughs> but he's playing. He's enjoying what he does for a living. I think there are some people who maybe take it a little bit too far, and it's all about them. But but again, that young man shares. Those touchdowns with those fans in the stadiums, and I, and, I, and I just I love me for that. Bring
4: some swag to the game. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm a young man. We like that. There you go. It's, it. it's, the it's entertainment. It's
1: yes. entertainment. And that and, and, and I've heard on another big boy show this morning. I heard them talk about basketball. You know, college basketball not being entertaining enough. You know, and so uh-huh. it, it is entertainment. So let, let's go to something that's not so entertaining for me because it was a little, just kind of a sad note. And uh, out there in San Francisco, it looks like there's been a decision made with cap and that uh, they're going to bench him. And, and I'm just not sure NFL quarterbacks don't go to a bench and come off a bench. You know, once you're put there, you literally stay there on that team and that somebody gets hurt. So, uh, Dangelo, Dangelo, you out? You're out there in California. Talk to me a little bit about this. Is this surprising? Did, did you see this coming? Uh, did people out there in the Bay Area maybe see this coming?
4: Well, again, you know, being here, uh, you get you get to hear some murmurs, uh, and the benching isn't is not significantly surprising. The guy is replacing him, Blaine Gabbard, I mean, <laughs> and that's tough because it's like I think I think the plan is to do that to get Camp, Kaepernick's attention. But you can't, I don't think they really think Blaine Gabbard is a viable source in the future, but I think, uh, they got, they're, they're trying to do some things to shake things up. I mean, they traded Vernon Davis. Uh, I know they had a, one of those typical town hall player only meetings things going on. So something, they're trying to shake things up. Maybe get a Miami Dolphins top inspiration thing going on. I don't know. Uh, but I mean, he deserves to be benched. I mean, uh, the team is struggling and a lot of it can be put on him. I remember. I remember. I don't know if you guys seen the video, but uh, uh Kaepernick. It was a play where Torrey Smith was on the far left, and he was wide open. It was called run play, but Torrey Smith had no one touching him, and he was screaming at Kaepernick, jumping up and down. And they ran the play, and ran the, he ran the ball. It was a two yard gain or something like that, but. I mean, it just shows maybe his limited awareness, limited vision, and uh, I mean, you can't have that at, with your quarterback. So I mean, no, it's not surprising at all.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I did see that. I tell you, we're going to talk about that on the other side of the break. We're going to take this quick break, then we're going to come back. You're listening to Real Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters, and we'll be right back. <laughs>
0: Follow us on Twitter at Voice America TRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN.
3: Your internet flagship station for sports.
4: Voice America Sports.
1: All right, you hear that music, you know the show. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice of America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. D'Angelo is on the line with me, as well as Chef Julian from the Hall of Fame City. D'Angelo, let, let's go back to, you know, to Cap in the 49ers, because I, I'm like this. You know, I, I've been blessed to be in those locker rooms. And 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 there's a picture that they've been showing on a couple of big boy networks where, where, where Cap is sitting in his locker. And I think there's a guy sitting in front of him, you know, and he, he doesn't have a uniform on. But he's got a look on his face like it, it, I, I'm not even going to say it's frustration, but it's, it's, it's and it's not a deer in headlights, but it's it's a look of concern, and and sometimes when you find yourself in a locker room where it, it's unfriendly territory, I mean this is a man who almost won a Super Bowl, could have won that Super Bowl a few years ago, and when he looks around the locker room the team is, it's not the same team and it's certainly not the same talent of that team. And so I'm thinking that, okay, let's be fair. There may be a a chance that this man is, you know, some nonverbal communication that maybe he wants to get out of there. You you know, I've, I've kind of, I got to admit, kind of done it in my own way too, but maybe he needs a change. And, he wasn't going to get it, but maybe they found a way, you know, he's found a way now to get a change because he's not going to be the starting quarterback. D- do you think, again, maybe you don't know, but from what you see, is it a chance that Cap is looking around and saying, man, just, this is not the same place where I came to to play and, we, and that team and how good we were and, and how well we performed? Is he thinking something of that nature?
4: I mean, yeah, you don't know, but um,
1: please go, D'Angelo, okay. go right
4: here. Oh yeah, uh, you don't know, but winning, losing that many games cannot help. I'll say that. Uh, I mean, you that that has to bring some type of turmoil in. And, and again, we've talked about it. That's not the same locker room. So these aren't the same guys he's built trust with who've seen him grow. It's a different team and different expectations, different coaching. And that offense doesn't really really cater to what he does, what he brings. And I think that's what's unfair. Like, you know what he what he brings to the table. And it doesn't seem like that offense is looking to, to, to get him out on the move and doing that read option, all those things he's capable of doing. You're asking him to do things that maybe his skill sets just don't reach. Yeah. And
1: uh, you know, Chef Julian, when you when you look at uh, you know the Forty ers and and you look at the team that's been basically just dismantled, is, is, is disassembled, it's a complete different team than it was. Um, does Cam, does, does Cap, I'm sorry, does Cap have a a a place on the roster? Does he? Do they keep him there, or do they get rid of him after this year, or before the day is over? Um, I think I,
2: I really do think that they are considering trading him. If they don't trade him, they're probably going to stick with him for the rest of the game, for the rest of the season. I mean, I get they've already benched him for today's for this game, but I seriously think it's just a wake it's just to wake him up and saying like, hey, nobody in this league is irreplaceable. All right, uh, so I think once they get that in his head, once he gets that, I think maybe he's going to make a change. I mean, I get maybe he's. I uh, thought about like, hey, we were we went to the Super Bowl a few years ago. Like, where is that team? Like, I get maybe he's thinking that, but uh, to be honest, I really think that they should just part ways and just start over from the beginning. I don't know if Colin Kaepernick is going to go back to the Colin Kaepernick that led his led his team to the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and too many. You know, oftentimes you don't you don't want to talk about going back, but 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 in this case, you know, we just want to go back to that guy who was a free spirit in terms of the way he played the game even you know kissing his little you know his little bicep you know and all that kind of thing you know this was a man that was enjoying the game he was enjoying his teammates they they were winning and and San Francisco we got to think about this now we're not talking I hate to say this we're not talking about Cleveland we're talking about the San Francisco 49ers that have a tradition of winning Super Bowl DAngelo, um just want to ask you uh Coach gets fired. Titans get rid of their coach. Wow, really? I mean, this time of the year, it's happening in, in the NFL more regularly than, you know, previous years before they, my generation, they didn't do that. Is this a trend? This is the new National Football League. They don't wait till the season's over with. Uh, do you think that's going to be a, co- a continual practice of, hey, we're not going to wait till a coach is three and 20? He's going to go. Are we going to see more of that?
4: That's, it isn't a normal NFL, but the Dolphins have. I, I got to say that you got to think that the Miami Dolphins have got to have an influence on that, like in regards to seeing how they change the culture, changed a little bit. Uh, the difference with Tennessee is that you don't. Know, I mean, Marcus Mariota is hurt, and there's not a lot of talent on that football team. In Miami, Cameron Wakey had Sue. They had a lot of new signings to bring like a lot of inspiration to the team and higher expectations. But I mean, nobody really expected Tennessee to perform well this year. I mean. Uh, I don't know if firing Kenwyn Hunt is going to make that much of a difference. I don't know if they're trying to get some, if they think that they're going to get a Dolphins type change around them. Um, I think this year really is, from expect from the outside looking in, it was a rebuilding year. It was okay. Let's see what Marcus Mariota has, but develop talent around him. Like that was a, a couple years experiment. Maybe they didn't expect them to be as bad as they are, but I don't see how much is going to change, and if it's completely within Hunt's fault.
1: Yeah, and I think, I think you know, I think they talked about the combined record over last year, you know, and fast forward to today, it's something like, you know, 3-20. and And uh, I guess that was, was enough. But I, I would just think that, again, a rookie quarterback, you know, coming in, again, the man's injured, uh, I, I think it may be a little bit early to give up because if the quarterback is supposed to be your saving grace and he's hurt, uh, then you know, boy, what what do you really expect? But uh, I, I was kind of surprised. Uh, I was surprised, but um, but uh, but then again, that happens. It shouldn't surprise us what happens in the National Football League. So uh, <laughs> so uh, we got a game coming up Thursday, uh, and and we got some good games coming on this week this weekend. Uh,
4: anybody in particular you looking
1: forward to, to seeing playing, D'Angelo?
4: Johnny Football. Hey, <laughs> I'm always excited when Johnny Football is on on TV. Uh, they said that he'll probably be starting this Thursday because the count's out. Get, to get a look at him. Not to say that they're going to compete, but that's going to be fun football, man.
1: Well, that's what Chef Judy and I talked about that earlier. You know, I got a place in my heart for the Browns playing for them, uh, you know, for those couple years you know, back in the 80s. So uh, I, I would just say this. I, of course, am rooting for the Browns whenever they play and whoever's on the field to represent our team. Uh but but Johnny Football, let me ask you, sounds like you're a Johnny Football fan. If Johnny comes in and he doesn't do well, uh, are they done with Johnny? Because I asked Chef Julian that. Are they done with Johnny? And then kind of, uh, and yeah, let's just stay with that because we only have about 30 seconds for you to answer that question. If he comes in and he doesn't do well, is he done in Cleveland?
4: Uh, that's hard. I'm going to say no. One game gets the Bengals. It's a tough matchup. So, But McCown has played pretty well this year. So we'll see.
1: Well, I'll tell you what, man, uh, those fans out there, they want to see somebody come in there and, and win. They're starving for a winner, and it's, uh, it's been a long time. Thanks so much for joining me, D'Angelo. We've got to uh, call it quits here, but I uh, also want to thank Chef Julian from the Hall of Fame City for calling. And, of course, you've all been listening to Rail and Sports on the Voice of America Network, and I'll see you next time, which will be the best time.
3: You for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit rayellisports.com. That's rayellisports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at one p.m. Pacific Time, four p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel.
0: Staff and management.